You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And I am Inner Circle. No, you're not Inner Circle. And I am Inner Circle. You got to pay a little extra for that. You got to go yeah, all $375. Exactly. Sure. So clearly that might not be worth it. But for five seconds? Yeah, right. For five seconds, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, but oh, no, we are in the wrong yeah. industry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't belong on Fiverr, my man. Right? You belong on I mean, 375 you, you can find people who, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nick's got his finger on the fucking thing. Coming to you live from Fox Books. That's the name of the bookstore from uh, You Got Mail. Uh, it's <laughs> Fuck you, Nick. Uh, and uh, coming, coming to you live once again. Uh, sitting across from me is uh, my friend, my brethren, Michael Trudeau. Yeah. Were you, were you looking at a You Got Mail thing as you said that? Nope, that's oh, yeah, off the yeah. top of the door. There it is. Yep, You've Got Mail, the one nope. directly in the middle of the wall. That I haven't seen it in 10 years, but I still remember. You remember you the name mail. of the bookstore? Yeah. Do Fox, you remember any, Fox Books. Fox Books. Do you remember anything else from that movie? Uh, I, remember, I remember a line, uh, I love you and I'll see you soon, and you know what that means. <laughs> I used to do uh, soundboard soundboard prank calls with uh, the Tom oh, Hanks You Got Mail soundboard. I forgot all about... Uh, well, I'm going to bring in our guest real quick so we could jump in F-O-X. on the conversation. Yeah. yeah, we have a guest today, and in the studio, our first guest back in the studio in a very long time, um, I guess since I was back visiting, uh, we have... He used to be a production manager. He's actually failed Hollywood. Uh, he did a lot of stuff and uh, the whole background production stuff. He also used to be one of those guys that tried to sell you weed cards on the Venezuela Boulevard boardwalk, you know, all the nice. tourists. Yeah, yeah. We got Connor Eberhardt in the studio today. Hey, thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. I feel like I have tinnitus after that intro. So yeah. That was, that was pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. A lot of that. Uh, and I was the general manager, so I trained everybody with all of those great phrases down there on, oh, on the yeah. Venice boardwalk. Yeah. yeah. And anybody that's gone to the Venice boardwalk, I mean, tourists that's the one place everybody goes so they know more than anybody walk on in fly on out come ask me what i'm talking about <laughs> get legal today the doctor is in yeah this was this was before this was like pre-legal weed though so it was when it was like medical right and yeah you needed to get your medical card but they they'd sell the tourists which tourists couldn't really i mean if you're out of state you couldn't use it in most places anyway no. so it was only just, in venice yeah it was like an understanding in the venice community that like it was okay because that was the whole shtick like if you went mm-hmm. down down there and right. got your license then you would go and you would get weed from like one of the dispensaries down there so it's like yeah. if they didn't accept out-of-state licenses then they wouldn't get like half their business so, yeah. yeah which is also i mean you're technically not allowed to even smoke weed on the venice boardwalk no. and, and, yeah. and clearly everybody paid attention to that and followed that oh rule. yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely does not smell like weed down on the venice boardwalk <laughs> It smells like a lot of things down on the Venice board. That's true. Yeah, That's very that, true. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, you saw you guys more than you saw anybody else because it was just the very bright, vibrant green jumpsuits pretty much. That was the point. The big weed leaf on it. <laughs> 100%. How many stores they have along that whole strip? Like three or four? We had three when I was managing down there. I don't know how many they have now. I can't imagine they're doing too well with recreational and everything going on. Right. Um, but no. Are they still I, pushing with recreational going on? Do you even know? I don't know because it's weird because um, I'm so out of this game at this point. Yeah. I like don't even smoke anymore. I drank half of one of the Lagunitas like weed beers and had five uh, milligrams and was like, whoa, I'm kind of high right now. guys." Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I was just so out of the game. But I know that what 
medicinal is cheaper still than recreational. So yeah, tax things or whatever. Right, exactly. And like there's products that you can't get. Like we were trying to find butter recently for cooking um, for Thanksgiving. We were thinking about making like weed cinnamon rolls and stuff like that. Oh, cool. But it's like you can only get that from dispensaries. You can't get that from like recreational places. So I guess there's still a a point to getting the license if you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... Gone a long way with that. That was a while ago. That was like what eight years ago. It was uh yeah. It was, it was like right when I came. Well, so it it happened because I came out here and I was working in the uh, we're supposed to work in the the industry as we all tried to do right, after right. full sale. Well, I went back to Ohio, got a uh, got a DUI. Was supposed to work on two features in Ohio, and the the judge did not give me driving privileges, so I could not work on those two features in Ohio. He gave me privileges to drive out of the state of Ohio. He's like, you can leave. But you just can't like stay here and work. So were you are you able to drive everywhere else but Ohio though? Yeah, no. At the time, I was. It was. He was like, yeah, you can, because I had a Florida license, and I think he was annoyed at the fact that they couldn't take it away because they didn't have that oh, authority to take right. away my license. So he's like, in this state where I have power, you are not allowed to drive unless you are leaving. Right. So I, I called up Rodrigo and I was like, dude, I'm gonna come crash on your couch for a while. Yeah. Came out, chilled for like a month, couldn't find any work, and then. Uh, was talking to a friend and he was like, Hey man, you know, come out, hang out. I was like, I'm still trying to find work. I'm stressed out. He's like, well, come to Venice beach, <laughs> we'll smoke a joint and we'll figure it out. And I was like, Oh, of course, this yeah. is how I will solve mm-hmm. my unemployment, po- unemployment problem. I'm going to go smoke a joint yeah. on Venice beach. Cause that's how you solve everything. Yeah. And we smoke a joint and I'm super high. And he's like, Hey man, come talk to these guys. And I was like, I don't know who we're talking to. What's yeah. going on? And he goes up, this was my whole interview process. And he's like, hey, this is this is Nick, blah, blah, blah. And like, this is Connor. And I was like, cool, nice to meet you, man. And he's like, hey, Connor's looking for a job. And he's like, hey, man, do you, do you, or he's like, are you 18? I was like, yeah. He's like, can you drive? I was like, yeah. He's kind like, of. Cool. Yeah. Not in Ohio. Right, yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, you know, we're, we're not going to talk about that, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. here I'm fine. <laughs> so, yeah. And then he was like, well, can you start on Monday? And I was like, totally. And then I just, you know, started working. And they were like, wow, this guy is not a complete idiot. Do you right. want to be the general manager of everybody who is just stoned his shit down here and has no idea what's happening? And I was like, sure, sounds great. So I just taught everybody and trained everybody with those phrases. And yeah. Yeah. That was like a year of my life. A yeah. Less than that. It's like an in-person telemarketer. Right. When yeah, I first 100%. came out, yeah, that's what, when I first came out, that's where you were. And I mean, I, I remember I was like, oh, well, I need a weed card. And you're like, don't get it from me. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Any of my friends, I was like, don't come. They're like, you can get me a discount. I was like, my discount is still going to be more expensive yeah. than any legitimate place that you can go to. Yeah. Don't, don't come to, to the, me. Yeah. Don't go to the tourist central of the world to get your weed card because you because know, you were the first person that told me like everybody wanted to get the license, like the idea, right. which didn't do dog shit right it was like just a novelty just to have your True. face on a card that said i have the paperwork <laughs> right which i think was half the fun for the tourists too to be right. fair to the business they wanted to go home with a card right like what are you gonna you gonna go to disney world and pay 40 dollars for a stuffed mickey mouse and it's like like would you rather have that and go show your friends or like have a weed card and be like oh yeah well when i was in california i could smoke weed and they're like whoa man <laughs> yeah. it's like it's, it's the same thing i spent 150 bucks and now it's not worth shit right <laughs> and that was before getting the weed actually yep. Yep. is that how much they cost 150 it depends on where you're from really <laughs> oh yeah if you walked in with a, a passport that said like saudi arabia or something like that Woo! <laughs> oh, walking yeah, out yeah, spending yeah. like four hundred dollars for like a three-month license or something. Wow! Right? Yeah, it's because I think you, I think you got to pay. Like they, they have a charge for like the consultation, then they have mm-hmm. a charge for the actual recommendation. That's a complete and th- scam. And then an additional charge if you want the card. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just, and then they give you a recommendation of the place to go to right after, which I'm guessing they get kicked back from oh, that too. For sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I mean, they're probably the owners of that were probably pretty well off. Oh, they did very well. Did they ever get like raided or was that ever an issue? We got raided a couple times while I, I worked there, but I think it was like a a universal raiding that happened. Like they right. would come in and like raid all of the dispensaries and raid the doctors' offices and just kind of talk to people, try to see if there was anything super illegal going on. But they never got, like got closed down, and they clearly knew what was happening. So yeah, okay, interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about your uh, your film experience in a minute. I want to get back to these soundboards real quick. <laughs> yeah, we're talking. I, I forgot those existed because they used to be on like ebombsworld.com. Do you remember like yeah. those those sites that you'd always go to as a kid? Because I, I remember they had like the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, and that's mm -hmm. how we did like a lot of prank phone calls back in the day. Yeah, you had yeah, a you got mail one. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't make it myself. You Somebody guys use soundboards in your prank phone calls. Well, when you were a kid or whatever, do you ever remember go? I, I, I'm going to like search right now. It's like they had like just like an image board that just had all these things from like certain sure. movies or whatever. There'd be like an Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger was like one of the bigger ones. Um, I think it was it was like literally there for prank phone calls. Our biggest prank phone call that we used to do is we'd call someone and be like, hi, this is Marcy from Baskin Robbins 31 Flavors. If you can name 31 flavors in 31 seconds, you win $31,000. Go. Oh, and people are like, oh, chocolate, vanilla, uh, strawberry. <laughs> we were, yeah, yeah. See, it's, it's, it's like this shit right here. Let me see if it's like all. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, where you just click it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's, it, oh, see, there's. But I feel more. like people would know that this is a prank. Yeah, well, like well now Arnold. you don't know use Arnold Schwarzenegger. You yes. gotta get more creative. Wrong. <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> do you guys yeah. have a soundboard that you use? Good um, morning. I, I do on the other the other mixer that we use. That when Goodbye. Usually, oh. Hello, cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> like that. There's four guys in this room right now, don't and that's what's going me. on. Yeah, we, we do we do when usually we're on the other mixer when we're on location stuff. Like when I went to Colorado, I had one on there. And that's just so nice. I could because I can do everything in unit on that one where um, you just I can hit a button and the intro plays. I can hit a button and the outro mm. plays. I can hit a button and then there's like just like little stuff and I can record in system. So it's like a Zoom, like one of those Zoom mixers. Right. It's literally made by Zoom, but it's but it a has full playback mixer like buttons and faders and it has playback buttons okay. and stuff like that. How many could you preload on that? Um, six. So not a lot. I'm thinking about getting a MIDI board, mm -hmm. which will help even more because if I have a MIDI board, they have the 16 pad ones and you can interchange. So it's not just 16. You can hit a button and it will switch uh, them all to the second one. It's like what the FN button on a keyboard or whatever. And you Kinda. click it and it's like you access different special right, things. Right, right. Yeah. So I was thinking about how, because um, um, I, I don't want to say, I, I, I bought it for, I may have got it for a gift for somebody that's definitely not listening to this right now we didn't get that for you okay <laughs> but uh i want to see how that one works before i get one for myself too because it, it looks pretty rad in retrospect but i want to see how hard it is to like program and set up and hook sure. into your mixer and do all sure. that stuff because it's really meant for like mixing music and doing loopbacks and like djs and shit like that so i want to sure. see how well it connects to everything else here's but we'll a, see here's a question with that if you loaded a sound onto it i don't know the process of this but like if you loaded a sound onto the mixer do you load it i guess with a, a volume level already attached then do you play it and adjust for it or it just plays at the volume that you loaded i'm getting some head knots so it just plays at the volume right so you should. would you could take it into a software before you load it on adjust the volume to whatever works 
and then just okay right well cool. that's that's also kind of what i do with like the sound bits that we have right now too like mm-hmm. anytime before like because I'll, I'll pull i pull certain sound bits from our shows right and i make sure they're at the right decibels before i put them in so i make like a sound bite in the mp3 and then we'll import that to be able to do that so i'm figuring that the midi boards around look the up same. Uh, nice. look up the tom hanks one the tom hanks yeah, one that's the one we're you think talking it's on the about same one okay um there's gotta be okay search here we go oh add Oh yeah, see the Borat one. That's gonna be a lot of ones. We would we were shitty with the with the uh, prank folk. We would like remember Freddie and I like we would call every single like Wendy's in the entire like county mm-hmm. and order like yeah, twenty three just... cheeseburgers and like a bunch of chicken nuggets. So they well, would they, make like and an they extra would just amount. sit there like, be... sir, you can't call in orders. I'm like, yeah, what? What do you mean I can't call in orders? I just act drunk. You're like, <laughs> yo, let me get. And then I'd order like. Fried chicken and shit. I'm like, gonna interrupt you real quick. Before you play the Tom Hanks sounds, what is the most famous Tom Hanks quote that you know? Uh, Wilson. Uh, I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, what is the box of chocolates quote? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. Is, Mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. You Scroll never down. know which one you're gonna get. So did you say life is like a box of chocolates, or did you say life was like a box of chocolates? Is like is what I was thought. Um, is it was? Is it was? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some looks. It's I, I'm fairly certain it was life was like a box of chocolates. This is a rabbit hole that we went down recently of like really? the Mandela effect and how everyone like they say it's like proof that the simulation exists, but it's like just how your brain just remembers things My differently. Mom said. Life was like a box. <laughs> life was like a box of chocolates. I have said life is like a box of chocolates for two decades, but it's like we all remember it wrong. And everybody, it's just one of those things that everyone says wrong. So you can like look up the Mandela effect and it's all these things where you're like, no, oh, yeah. I clearly remember I've it. I've seen this a lot way. of those. So, yeah, dude. The, not yeah. that I believe that. I just think it's a fun thing to oh, think okay. about. I was pretty quick on that cue, though. I'm just going to say. So, <laughs> so third row. Uh, third row. So, Third row, I love you. It's an orange. No, third. Yeah, no, that's fourth row. This that's is the third, third row. row. Are you trying to say the third <laughs> column? Oh, column. Okay. Yeah, I love you, and uh, I love you, and I'm gonna see you soon, and you know what that means. Yeah, that was always my favorite. One. <laughs> what is that from? It's from uh, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while you guys were saying that, I was staring at this wall, and I still cannot find. I can't. Here, find let me you've just see mail. it because I know I know all of these. Look, there's so much cables hooked up to this right now. Okay. Dude, I, I remember we used to do the Jack Black one a lot. Okay, so one people... of them was like, I, I've been doing my cock push-ups. <laughs> it's where you just lay down and get a boner. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, people, no, people like, would call me That's up. when people would hang up. People would... <laughs> <laughs> so people would pick up and I, they'd Tell be like, hello, who is this? And I just... Joe Fox. <laughs> <laughs> just call me Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. What can and I then, do for uh... you? <laughs> I'm in the book business. <laughs> what, what are, what, why are you calling Joe? I'm still confused. I remember the bus ride on the first day of school <laughs> very well. Joe, I think you might have the wrong number. Oh, what else is there? Because <laughs> Jenny went to a college I couldn't go to. It was a college just for girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did he just assume Jenny's gender? Just throwing that out there. Oh, my God. Forrest, no. Forrest Gump. 
Forrest Gump. You could never use Forrest Gump. No, you Gump can't use that. They should just cut out all the ones that you clearly can't uh, use. Uh, 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 uh. That one's a good one. <laughs> wow. He made it into that school. Hey! I know you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what's got to be on here? The, uh... There's no crying in baseball! Oh, yeah! Uh, where is it? What are you looking for? Uh... Who's... And I was worried. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. I heard you were sick, and I was worried. <laughs> yeah, these soundboards. I'm sound not boards. a smart man, Oh, but I know what love is. There it is, yeah. <laughs> mm. There it is. Oh. F-O-X. Yeah, so that was, that was the lineup. Joe Fox. Just call me Joe. F-O-X. Nice. F O X. <laughs> there was a bunch of them. Yeah, we used to. We uh, I forget what a lot of them we used to use, but I don't know. We we didn't have a lot to do before we started <laughs> drinking alcohol. <laughs> I guess alcohol came into the picture and weed, and Wait, then what is all charming? this disappeared. Charming. It's okay. that's, that's just, <laughs> yep, yep. Did that answer your yeah, question? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the most the case for most like uh, I guess Midwestern and Eastern states. From Ohio, with the birth state of Alcoholics Anonymous, all we had was alcohol and football. So I get you. What is Ninja Fortnite? Holy that's, shit! That's the, uh, YouTuber. Whoa. I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna. We're looking at a man's butt right now. For everyone who's wondering. Oh, it's chains are too tight. Chains are too tight. <laughs> Loosen okay, up those yeah. chains. <laughs> All right, I don't like this one. <laughs> All right, we should move on from this. There's Okay, if you want to go to this website, there's 101soundboards.com. Bef before we move on, can you just scroll down real quick? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear what Joe Biden has to say. Oh, boy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, there's a bunch of them. Hold on. I got your words straight, Jack. Ooh, that's... Judge my physical and mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm guessing most of these are kind of like that. Yeah, they're just going to be gaffes. They're just going to be. I, uh. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so much better than scripted stuff in a movie. Biden, you might not want to talk about that. The American but. people are ready. I am ready. Barack is ready. This is his time. This is our time. <laughs> This is America's time. <laughs> it's Barack's time again. <laughs> I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. <laughs> Pop was a bad dude. Oh, Corn Pop. You got to watch out for him. Yeah. I got hairy legs. <laughs> oh. Truth over facts. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's... I, too, am for truth over facts. I'm just like to say. Mr. President. I have great respect for my friend from Arizona. Our troops don't lose war. Bad policy, bad leadership loses wars. This, we should have the courage to stand up and tell the administration they have had so a god-awful policy. They have put our troops... I'm bored. That's a speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole speech someone snuck in. Yeah, 101soundboards.com. Maybe we should... Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one up for... HTTP uh, colon... Backslash, backslash. Yeah, I can't forget all that. Um, well, there's an S now. HTTPS. S? Yeah. They added an H -T -T S. It used to be 
I got called out on this yesterday because we were pretending to be old people. And I was like, ew, HTTP colon backslash backslash. Was like, Tina was like, no, there's an S. I was like, there's not an S. There's never been an S. But there's an S, which stands for secure, I guess, which is something that's happened since Snowden, I was told. Oh, I have no idea if that's true. So that true. S protects it? Yeah, I guess it... there's like a level of security that's built in. So hackers are like, oh, shit. I there's can't, an S. I can't, I can't break into this now. Uh, there's an S. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I can still hack it. And if someone didn't cough up the money for the dot .com and they went like dot .co, the hackers are just like, oh, I'm all over this one. This one's all mine. <laughs> Fuck the S. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about product placement a little bit and how our set's been going <laughs> on the oh, job yeah. that I'm working on. Um, so the the job that I'm working on right now it has it has like one of the biggest I guess TikTokers there is right now. Do like, you know the TikToker's name? Addison Ray or something like that. Okay. Um, and might want to know her name. <laughs> it's Addison Ray. It, that's okay. what it is. Uh, but anyways, she has like 60 million followers plus or whatever. So right. with that coming into the movie. She can move a lot of material. Like, products sure. people love her. Sure. Um, so, this is, like, the first movie I ever worked on to where there was, like, actual bidding wars between companies. Like, right. like McDonald's and Taco Bell were in a bidding war because if you have one, you can't have the other. And that's, right. that's just how it goes. And that's part of, like, their contract. So, they're like, well, they're already bidding against us. And they, they keep, like, pretty much outbidding each other. So, like... Half the movie is pretty much budgeted by product placement. Like Frito Lay's, like gave two hundred fifty thousand dollars to the movie, and like uh, um, Pepsi, another like three hundred thousand dollars. McDonald's, another hundred fifty thousand dollars. So like, sure. and on and on and on. There's specific water companies, and then with that, there's like certain conditions to where they have to like in certain scenes or like this scene that we want them like coming down and holding the bag of chips like the camera and they have this this specific character has to eat a bag a, and you probably have a hero bag and all that kind of stuff too all hero the, bags everything the logos and, yeah look great which is which is great cool but then like like a lot of these are not the healthiest options in the world and we're working in Hollywood to right. where most of these actors and actresses or like, yeah. okay, well, I don't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat. Like, I don't eat at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, exactly. Stuff like that. So right. it's like so much because like w- with the person that was supposed to be eating or is supposed to be eating like the Dorito chips, like she's like, oh, I can't eat dairy. Can I? Can <laughs> one? Can one be a Cool Ranch chip? We're like, well, they said it had to be a nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. One's like, well, what if you take the Cool Ranch and put it in the nacho cheese bag? They're gonna see like, the blue speckles. They're gonna the see the blue speckles yep. and the lighter tint. You can't do that. Right. So it's like, okay, well, I'll have a hurt stomach for a little while and make mm-hmm. the sacrifice. That's pretty much what it is. Oh, God forbid. Yeah. but it's How much are you making on this movie? $300,000, you are eating that Dorito chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a $300,000 bite, and you are going to take it. Yeah, that's your rate right there, probably for the yeah. whole fucking movie. So if, like, I don't know, there's been a lot of scenes, like, it's. It seems like every day we're almost shooting like a new commercial in a way. Sure. Like they pick up like this the is a feature, of, right? This is a feature. So okay. there's like one. She's like, ah, you ate the last of the sun chips, <laughs> and then like puts it mm-hmm. on the like as you picks it up to the camera and does like the whole thing. So there's like a lot of stuff like that. But I've noticed like when you have products and like contracts and stuff like that, continuity starts to go out the window to where like they in your face say. Continuity does not matter for this because there was right. like one scene well, the it's other an ad. day. Yeah, it's an ad. So like one scene the other day to where you notice was like there it's the water company. It's it's 
I don't remember the exact water company, but it's one of those shades. So the label, <laughs> there's only a label on one side right. of the fucking bottle, and it's one of those big-ass bottles, and it, it's sitting here, and let's say, so it starts off with the master shot. For all these at home that don't know what a master shot is, it's the big, it's the fucking big picture shot. Yeah, you it's see it. the world. You see the world. You see everything in the outside. So it's the big master shot, it's a big old logo on the side of this bottle. Right. Facing the camera. Mm-hmm. If there's two cameras, it's got to be right the next, in the middle. So I'm both guessing the next see. shot is also facing the camera. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, turning around. That's uh-huh. a film term where they turn around, literally. They go right. on the other side of the... So they're like, okay, hey, yep. now the bottle's switching. Okay, now we're going to go in a little bit of a closer-up of view and do two-shot. Spin. And raise. <laughs> and raise this yeah. time to make sure it's in <laughs> yeah. frame. Yeah, so, we need to... That's called uh, cheating it. We need to cheat it up a yep. little bit. Yeah. So literally the whole time, like, we're going around and the bottle's like... Tow, 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 tow. Sure. It's like fucking doing ninja moves. So it's like, look at me. Look at me the whole right. time. And, like, a shot has to be, like, the center of the fucking frame. And it's becoming, like... A little bit irritating, but it's it's more comical to me anyway. Because like, you're on I set too, right? Yeah, you're I'm on, on set, set props, so you're the guy turning. Yeah, I'm doing the turning and and all that shit and, and refilling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you say that this is the most product placement you've had on yes. a feature? Is this the only time you've worked with some sort of social media or TikTok star in a movie? Yes, I think that's why. I think being in the social media space now. Um, ads are starting to realize that uh, younger people, and I guess more people in general, are just they identify and they trust and they follow these people, and so they're finding that it's way more effective to you know name a drink after a TikToker yeah. or put money behind a TikToker and have them talk about things that they don't actually use because you trust this person and you feel like you follow their life, and it's like a reality show except it feels deeper. So as opposed to like having a show with a passive commercial on it where you're just watching it and you're like, oh, they're playing Coke. I'm going to get up and walk away. It's like, why are you spending money on a commercial when you can get the person that your entire target market follows and, you know, worships to get them to do something? It's like, But that's oh. also the difference, though, because it's like this is a movie. This isn't the, the, uh, one of their TikTok sure. videos. Sure. So it's like you're playing a character. You're not you don't even have the same name but right who's here to watch the movie. The it's TikTok be, audience, but, they, but, audience. but do you think they're still trusting everything from the movie? But it's that's the same reason that Spielberg had like product placement and ET and all that kind of stuff, right? I guess so. Well, product placement's all subliminal anyway. Sure. But this is like, I mean, they're also not, this movie. They're not like thinking about the fact, oh, he has a Coke. I should drink Coke. It's just like you just put that in the back of your brain without knowing. Yeah. And I mean, with that, I, I was told, I was also told the other day that during the credit rolls, they're having each department do a TikTok dance as your oh, name comes up on the. God. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, and I have a thing. I was like, okay, so I don't. Uh, I beg so you as to find the most inappropriate, like, butt shaking Someone's going to be whopping. Yeah. Yeah. That wet ass pussy. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see. I will. I, I was going to say, I'll give you money, but, you know, come over with a case of beer afterwards yeah. or something. <laughs> If you do the WAP dance in the credits and show me the video, I will, I will sponsor this podcast with, with some beer. With some beer. <laughs> did you see Jack good. Black's uh, WAP dance, though? It was pretty no, good. No, I didn't. I love how much he is going into the YouTube space and all yeah. that kind of stuff, though, where he created his uh, YouTube channel, and he called it, what, like, Ghibli Games or something like that, and he joked for the longest time. He's like, oh, we're, and it was like six months and he was like oh we're gonna play some video games next episode sorry but it was like the whole joke was like it was a gaming channel but they just never gamed in it, it was yeah the, it's uh i love it jack black's you know he's a genius he's a comedic genius and i love him yeah i just saw a video of him um 
uh, he went to like hang out with Tony Hawk or whatever. And yeah. He was like trying to like. Apparently drop they're like it. friends. Yeah. I mean, I'll, we don't I'll, have I'll read rights. it for you. Get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> that's some yeah, wet. Yeah. That's some wet. <laughs> oh, it's in English. Yeah. <laughs> Subtitles. So Jack Black is in a speedo and he is humping a. Yeah, he's like. It looks like he's at the Tony Hawk thing because he's like sure. on a skate ramp or something when he's doing that. Sure. Half I mean, pipe. he commits pretty hard. It took me way to too it. long to think of the word half pipe. Yeah, half pipe. Why the fuck are you on, like, what website are you on? Just go know. to YouTube. Like Google. The YouTube, oh, I don't care. Oh, so, Connor. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about uh, what Tell us about you what in. you do now, yeah, because you well, kind of yeah. just went through you can, it. Yeah, you could do a well, quick thing. a long story. Yeah. How, how much do you want me to go into? Well, we, we already went into the weed stuff. So Give yeah. me 100 so, well, I mean, stuff. The story <laughs> continues That's after about that. half of it. <laughs> All right, let's, we'll, we'll try to move quickly. But, uh, so, yeah. It was the talk faster. All right. So uh, general manager at the weed doctor's place then became uh, a bud tender and then moved to Humboldt and then did that whole thing and then came back and did some other things More that we're not going to talk about yeah. and then ended up on a couch uh, and then uh, ended up in reality television, was a PA for a long time working on home renovation shows. You were shows. PAing for reality television? Oh, yeah, which was garbage because I was doing home renovation shows and the contestants never do all of the work. Nothing. They're like, hey, PAs, we're going to say that these people are digging holes in the front yard to plant plants right. in but they're gonna start and then you're gonna finish that and it's like wait what yeah. <laughs> no. like, yeah exactly so you just like cheap labor and then from one of those shows i probably can't tell you which one it is but it's like it's all bullshit too like i'm allowed to swear on this right yeah <laughs> you could say like I said that after i said nah, shit no nah, we've been, we've been talking about <laughs> smoking like, weed and right? doing drugs and dmt and, and cock push-ups and shit <laughs> Yeah, I I'm talked about, about getting the word shit. I think <laughs> the last episode I talked about a blowjob. I, <laughs> I heard that. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded really good. Like you were deeply it was enthused really good. by it. It was really good. Her uh, technique was on point. I'd like to talk about that later if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's something girls need to know. Sure, okay? sure. It's not like the brute force mentality. It's yeah. like the, yeah. No. Uh, sure. So, all right. So, PA in reality television, which could feel like a brute force blowjob, I guess. But, yeah. you know, so, but the, you know, it's all, you know, reality television's the name. It's not reality. It's like, hey, everybody ends up losing money in these shows on their renovations, and they just re-record it to make the numbers sound good and make it sound like people actually... That's, so. that's another thing. Okay, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. there's a, with those reality home renovation shows, I think... Right. Like, Mikey's actually dug holes for reality. I have. I, I've done yeah. a lot of those things, and the thing is, they work so fast, right. and it's so... If, you, if, you've worked on, work. if, if you've worked on any sets, you know nothing is permanent. Everything right. goes up, and it's so temporary, and it gets taken down. Well, these reality TV shows are kind of done the same way right. to where they put it like, like if, if it's drywall, it's the thinnest drywall sure. in the world. It's like a, with the shittiest one layer paint. Too. Yeah. To where they have like, yeah, the shittiest one layer paint, like the cheapest thing money can buy. They'll do whatever to make it look nice. But like right. everything's super dangerous. That's why every, all these houses go like they turn to absolute dog shit within the right. next five years. It's and they just facade, start falling apart. Yeah. Sure. It's literally all a facade. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they literally, the whole thing was like, all right, all these contestants are going to put their homes up for auction and see who wins. And then all of them lost money because anyone who came in from the real world was like, well, this is this is crap. Yeah. Like, I don't want to buy this. So then they just yeah. reshot re all of the uh, interviews with them to make it sound like they saved money everywhere and then ended up making it sound like a couple of people actually made money. Yeah. So if you do, if you're like, if you watch these home renovation shows and you're like, I could do that. If you do that, you're going to lose money. Right. Like, don't do that. Figure out what you should actually do. Yeah. So, yeah, did reality, hated reality, yeah. uh, ended up becoming a coordinator for a while, 
uh, worked on some shows that I just felt morally were like garbage. So then ended up working in uh, commercials as a PA for a long time, took a step down from coordinating to being a PA and then uh, to be on like actual scripted stuff. No, it was uh, it was mostly uh, commercials, which was oh, okay. which I would not which was, is good. Yeah, That's I, where I, the I, money is. Sure. And I was uh, I was a truck driving PA, which is a little different than like a set PA mm-hmm. um, where, you know, you just go do all your pickups, which are like a half day. You do drop offs. I had a drop off once when I was driving camera truck. That was like literally 45 minutes. I picked up the truck from Galpin Hollywood, drove to um Panavision Hollywood drove it back and gassed up the night before literally worked for like a half hour and made 200 bucks. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I mean, as much, and you can also double dip on those days too. So you do a pickup and you do a loadout. It's 400 bucks. So as a PA, like an entry level gig, if you can get in as a truck driver, like that's the way to go. Don't be a set PA, be a, yeah. be a truck PA on commercials and make 200 with OT and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. did that. And then, uh, ended up jumping out because, uh, have, do you guys have Dave on your show? You did, but you lost the episode exploded or something. What? Dave Anglin. Dave Anglin hasn't been on my movie. No, on your on your sorry, your podcast. Oh yeah, dude, that's that was the we had Dave Anglin on and something went up with the audio that kind of ruined the whole thing. And that was a good episode too. But that's he like was on with Snake Bitch though. Wasn't he's he? a great person to talk to about the industry. He's really really good, and the episode was really good. But some we want to. I've been trying to coordinate having him on again. It's been he very just difficult. He just had a kid. And he's he moving to the kid. East Coast and all sorts. He's moving of, to the East Coast. I'm pretty sure to New York. No, to uh, Atlanta. Uh, no, to to uh, Rhode Island. Delaware to Dewey back where he came from Delaware Dewey wait Beach. is he leaving the industry no I think he's gonna do remote I think since they had a kid he's going to live there and then get like support from he's gonna travel? his parents and then he's gonna fly out. I mean he makes so much money every I know time he, he works that it's like it doesn't matter yeah so geez yeah I, I I've really I like we we lost all the audio or something like that and I was like uh trying to coordinate with him because we we're like oh we'll come down and we'll we'll do an episode out of the van so you don't have sure. to come all the way up here or right. whatever because it was our fault and yeah. it's literally the only episode in almost like I think this is episode 73 this one's gonna be the right. only episode in 73 episodes well, that don't lose this one because this one's definitely the best one you guys have oh yeah done, for sure so. it ain't going nowhere trust me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah, so I saw your pro class sticker there. Dave and I, yeah. we he yep. he started a company and uh, I jumped on and we kind of co-founded it together called Pro Class where we were uh, teaching people along with support from DJI how to use their gimbals on set when gimbals were becoming so a new thing. So with that, were you were you just hoping that people would like uh, try to Google something and like mistake masterclass with pro class. And that would no, just pop it just, up. It, it, originally we did like, uh, the, the original name was like pro class. Cause it was like professional. We wanted to target professionals in the industry and not, like where masterclass targets people Everybody. where it's like, you're never going to do any of this. Yeah. However, you're kind of curious about how you should cook a steak for a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you're not going to do it, but yeah. you kind of want it. So this was like, if you're in the local 600 and you're working regularly and you're, you know, a utility or you're a second AC or even That's an operator. That's a camera union for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, you want to learn how to use a gimbal, like, and you want to learn how to use the Ronin 2 specifically because it was the best tool at the time. Still could be. I don't know. Um, but it was like, if you want to learn how to use this, like, here is someone who is working in the industry. And we have created right. this curriculum with DJI, the manufacturers of this tool. So then you could go to these classes and we had, you know techno cranes and we had like car mounts and all sorts of stuff and we would work with different brands to bring in their pieces of equipment that they've used in the field and then we you know kind of built a company around all of that so while we were creating that i couldn't work 
as a PA driving a camera truck while I was doing this because if I had to dip out for a week, things wouldn't get done. Right. So then I found a side gig, which was uh, editing videos for um, this Facebook content creator. Uh, his name is Markian. And so I started editing these skits for him, which you see all over Facebook. It's like what it's like to have a friend with long hair. What it's like. It's like to comedy have. skits? Yeah, it's just like short stuff that you can watch. You don't have to think about it. And, you and just it was like just a guy that, that liked to shoot the content, just didn't know how to piece it together. Or? Well, he he had he was he's been shooting and making this stuff for like five years before we like ever met. Right. And he just blew up and then Facebook started like paying him some money to create these videos and they were like hey you know we'll help you get up and running while we're trying to make facebook watch a thing so then he's super smart as far as systems go yeah he is he's only 21 years old and he was 20 when i started working with him right and it's like i knew i remember my brain just exploded when i first realized it. he's like i'm gonna go celebrate my birthday i was like how old are you turning he's like 21 i was like well i'm gonna leave now because yeah. i feel like a piece of shit but yeah. so yeah we so he started creating this company and we just built systems around like having script writers write the scripts and then he brought in additional creators to like shoot the videos and train them how to shoot the way right. that he shot and he built an entire business around it which is now called smile media and it's called smile squad and it's just like stuff you can watch on facebook and we're on youtube now too where it's just you know you don't have to think about it but it's just like good wholesome content that you can watch there's right. no like it's you know the, it's not like youtube content where it's like oh this person said this and now we're gonna fight each other and it's yeah. like that that garbage that exists it's just positive content and we have a large international following where it's you know people will message us and be like hey you know it's it's they're like, hey, can you do a video on like what it's like to have a friend from India? So that we'll do stuff like that. And they're like, hey, can you have a video about like what it's like to have a short friend? And we'll do stuff like that. So right. I, and then that ended up taking off so much from being a side gig that I'm now uh, the head of post production over there, and I run, oh, run run a small editing team, and we're expanding. And that's why I told you. What did you? Because all, all this beginning stuff, like there was no mention of anything editing whatsoever in any of it. Like, is, is editing still something that you did then, or was like, is it something like, oh, okay, I better figure out how to do a lot of this real quick and like get back into it? <laughs> well, I've I've been editing since I was like a freshman in high school. I mean, I that. I have too, but sure. and like I I was actually better better with final cut pro probably that's what we edit on now yeah and i i was like in high school i was fucking boss at final cut pro FCPA, and i would do every fcp7 yeah. when it was final cut pro 7 when what year was that <laughs> uh before it became x 10 years ago and i'm always like oh do you use the new final cut or the old final dude, cut 2000 no, it came out like 10 years ago dude, it's not new anymore 2007 i was yeah. like all about final cut and i was sure. like the old like i was the go-to guy in high school for right. final cut because i was trying to experiment and i would i was doing like video layering and like speaking of you editing dude i was talking to uh ezra the other day about fucking taxpayers money <laughs> <laughs> For me and the audience, what is taxpayers' money? We made a shitty video where I was basically just, I'm an idiot, so I was just one, running around talking about, like, taxpayers' money, saying, like, just the stupidest shit. Where and are you from? You're from Cleveland, right? No, yeah. Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. So imagine going to downtown Columbus sure. and, like, being a fucking 17-year-old, 16-year-old Just kid. a mic on the street. He has, he has a microphone clearly with the wire just, like, snipped off that doesn't work. <laughs> it said American Idol on, it the, said American, on the block. Yeah. Nice. And he was dressed in, like... A button up with a tie and like nice pants, and, like khakis and stuff like that. And yeah. it was just going up to anybody in the downtown street that was like bar hopping, like adults. These are kids running around. Right. Me with like 
our professional rental camera. Like it was like, it was like a, one of those yeah. Canon nice ones with like the back that kind of come out or whatever that we, mm-hmm. and it was my cousin too. And we, he would just run up to people, but Hey, what do you think about taxpayers money right now? Are you no, what do you think about the government? And then the, no matter what they said, I'd just say fucking taxpayers money. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then we did that to a cab driver. And the cab driver's like, why don't you boys hop in? We'll keep this no. interview going. Yeah, no, the oh, cab, no, the, and we the got cab driver was outside of a hotel, and he saw us doing stuff. He's like, hey, you guys, come over here. Yeah. And we're like, So okay. we get in. We're driving around with this dude. I'm, like, scared for my life. I'm holding this microphone as if I'm going to bludgeon him if he tries anything. He just goes... You boys want to see where you can pay five dollars for get your dick sucked? <laughs> and I was like, "Sure, <laughs> why not?" Dear we God. were like sixteen, wow. and he starts and he starts driving down back alleys of like downtown. He's like, "Oh, let me tell you, one time I picked up a girl, two girls from here, and they invited me into the back seat. We pulled over right in this parking lot over, and we had a good time." <laughs> my cousin, Christ. me and my cousin are in the back seat with like a camera, like <laughs> shooting the front, like it's just silhouettes at this point. My cousin's like holding my arm and just going dude i don't like <laughs> we should probably just like book it like let's just jump oh out now God. i was just ready <laughs> to just start tuck and roll guys <laughs> tuck and roll on three i was ready to just start smashing him in the face with the microphone if he tried it anything. was like everything you were taught growing up what not to do right that we're all like but all he, right, yeah. he, he didn't even have to offer you guys candy. You guys just went for it. Yeah. No, like, well, like well they were in the back the seat. I'm there in the were no fucking, incentives. I'm in You're the front like, seat in. with him. <laughs> we were in the back seat. And yeah, there's the there's the wall at least. He's sure. in the front seat. He still was taking calls and picking up people. So he would Oh yeah, we pe- he, he picked up a chick and dropped her off at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh my god. And was still talking like, it's like I wonder what he would have done if he had to pick up like 3 people. He's like, "Sorry guys, you got to go right here." Yeah, this is like pre-Uber. I, and I don't no, know if yeah, you guys had is. cell phones. I don't know how you would have gotten I, home or done anything. I didn't have a cell phone. And then there was no no lights in the cab, so he uploaded the footage and it was literally just a black screen. It was just like <laughs> nice. silhouettes maybe, but like yeah, the person that if if it was uber days like he would have been gone it would have been one ride and he would have been there's no way there's something about cabbies though they're they're crazy folk for sure I mean, it was a good story. I still remember that. Yeah. That's a great, still a great story. You boys want to see what you can What were you telling Ezra about taxpayers' money job? now that we got the backstory there? What? You're saying you're talking to Ezra about taxpayers. Oh, I was just telling her about the cab driver. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, How often do you think you bring that up in conversation a year? Never. Uh, no. Never. Okay. I think that's I like haven't the heard first it. I feel like I would time. drop that from time to time. So one time when I was 16, I was in a cab. And <laughs> a cab driver cabbie showed me where me a I could job get a blowjob for $5. <laughs> On the cheap. We were doing like real videos though too and stuff Talk like that. Talk about five below, bro. <laughs> we were doing real videos back in the day though too. And I, I got like super proficient and like self-taught. Cause like they taught you in the class how to do Final Cut Pro, but I like, sure. I went miles beyond that and just kept right. researching. Like, cause the teacher didn't even know about layering. He didn't know about any right. of that shit. He didn't know about screen splitting. Like, and I figured it out. And then everything like, like we were putting, we were buying like old like army boxes and like slicing up the front of it and putting like plexi and making underwater housings and shit like that and and like trying to do like the most artsy fucking films ever sure and i would just i was all about it and then i got to full sail and saw the editing and was like okay i'm not high school to full sail um yeah 
Okay. Yeah, nice. two months later. Nice. Uh, two months or a month later. You like didn't even uh, take one, a, a summer break. No, one month later I was in college. Nice. Like it was, it was pretty fucking quick. Nice. Um, and then the minute I got in there, like you learn Avid, you learn more Final Cut and stuff like that. I was like, sure. okay, I am not even close to as good. as I have I not thought touched I was. Avid since I graduated film. I school. haven't either. I like everyone mentions it. Like we were just interviewing a bunch of people because we we're hiring a new editor, and everyone's like, oh, you know, I just learned Avid in film school. I was like, why are they still teaching that? <laughs> I feel like everyone. I mean, I guess if you're gonna go be an ae on like a big massive right. network show i guess you could use it but other than that i feel like no one uses avid no it might be crazy but i feel like editors edit on premiere now and that kind of stuff so yeah there's probably an editor listening shaking his head being like yeah. you are an idiot everyone uses avid yeah right. i went i went to full sale with the intention of being a director or an editor sure like it was either or i was like i'm gonna be an editor or i'm gonna be a director right. and then the minute i got into like uh editing class and you're sitting down for that many much time or whatever i was like i can't sit in a chair for all day i just can't That's why you get a standing desk like me I can't stand in one <laughs> position all day. Like, I'm so ADD. You got the and treadmill so, like, and everything? No, I've thought about getting the bike, though. I've yeah. thought about doing a little... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what the I Peloton. Hear, what I hear a lot of from film school is, like, you know, you'll hire, like, an RPA or whatever, and a lot of people, I'm like, oh, how'd you get into it? Oh, I went to film school, and just nobody was doing art department, so I figured yeah. it was an easy way to 100%. get into it. Yeah, 100%. I feel like no one who goes to film school is, like, trying to get into the art no. world. No, everybody wants to be a director. You want to be a director, but that was also the thing about going high school is like i was the most committed and devoted and driven person in the film world in my in, in manchester at the time like sure. mm -hmm. in our entire town so like anybody that wanted to do anything like they'd fall under including freddie they'd fall under the tears of me they're like you're the and like he'd give great ideas and stuff like that but i knew how to do it right yeah. and that was like the thing so like I I do stuff with them and then like we would make it happen and we'd make it look good and then when I got to college everybody wanted to like was that same person in their town yep. and you realize real quick that you're like okay maybe I'm not like the most driven I'm not the only person that knows how to do shit like mm -hmm. their ideas are pretty fucking it's like valid like going from high school football to college football and hoping you're going to get into the NFL it's yes. like I'm the best in high school oh shit there's a bunch of people in college football who are great wait am I going to try to get into the NFL right. what? which which I mean in a way like I still like making my own content and doing it like those little videos are way more nostalgic and I like doing those on my own sure. anyway still but like on a higher level I knew okay I'm not as passionate about this directing thing and mm -hmm. to push this further further as a lot of these other guys are right. and as far as a director goes is like i think i could direct music videos and shit like that but as far as like big movies or tv shows fuck no i don't know sure. enough about cameras and lenses and stuff like that to be able to i sure. know en enough to get by right. but i don't know enough to be able to successfully push to where everybody's like like if i went on a movie set and was like hey i'm your director like by the end of the first week, like the whole camera department would be like, this guy doesn't know what the, the gaffer would be like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah. and, and I'm very, I know that. <laughs> right. But how many people were like, oh, I'm going to be a director. I don't want to do anything else that aren't Everybody. in the film industry anymore. No, but I also fell in love with production design. I fell in love with props. I fell in love with that in college because I didn't know what it was before college because right. nobody does. And when you're in there, you're like, oh, well, the production designer literally designs and creates the entire Everything. universe. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? And the director just decides how to shoot it. That's all Can he they hear that? Does. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a man outside screaming. That's what I was asking about. He's running around. We're not sure if he's okay, but we'll find out later. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like once I figured out what that was, I was like, I think this is more of the world. Because even in college, like, I mean, in high school, without realizing it, I think it was like, 
I was more in love with creating the space and the world. And a lot of that took into the directorial part, but a lot of the stuff I directed didn't really make too, too much sense right. anyway. I just liked creating the world to put in, and especially with your friends that you put in. Like, like as the production designer, you and the director talk, and you get to create the universe, and then the, the director comes in and plays in that universe. Right. Yeah. But I also like, I mean, the reason I didn't stick with production design is because going into it, I liked more the creation of the film more than that anyway whereas the production designer sure they create the whole world but then they don't get to see it in action that's true they never yeah. get to see it in action so i was like well the to being a prop master like i kind of have the best of both worlds because you still get to get into the designs you still get the most predominant things that are in the movie that's in the actor's hands you still get to know the history that goes into each of the things that I'm making but then you also get to be on set and you get to see it in action and you get to have the relationship with the director and the actors and the people using it and you get to you get to be right there for it and you right. get to play with the toys Let's be real. That's yeah. like the best. You get to play with all the fake guns and swords and all that kind of all stuff. All that, like yep. fucking yeah. That's what I was saying. Is like that's a, that would be the best part about like working. Who does on squibs? Squibs is special effects. Okay. So that's squibs are things that like the if you're getting shot, the thing that blows up inside of you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So Hopefully that's, it doesn't blow up inside of you. Hopefully no, it blows uh, up outside it, of you. Inside right. of your shirt on right. the outside of you, I should say. Right. They're usually wearing like a bulletproof vest type of thing on the mm -hmm. inside, and it just blasts out. Do you load the fake guns if you're loading them with blanks? I do. Ooh. Yep, I have to get a special permit for that, but yeah, that's me. That's part of, uh, and a lot of people say... Does that scare you? Not at all. Do you feel very comfortable with I'm it? I'm very, very comfortable with it because nice. I know the safety precautions to take. I know the shit that happened on The Crow, and we actually, yep. we've had... Beat me to it. Yeah, we've we've had one on the podcast, like one of the earlier episodes. We're going to have him back since we're season two, and I'm about to work with him again. Um, he's He was named... Three years running gunslinging championship of the world. Jesus. Yeah. So like he's big with like the uh, with the revolvers and he's the armorer on a lot of those sets or whatever. So he's like the go to guy for Western guns. And wait, what is the armorer? Is that the weapons? person? That's the weapons. What's person. the difference between props? Just well, on a bigger mask? on a bigger set, uh, they'll hire an armorer. Right. Okay. So Westworld, we had a full time armorer because gotcha. there's so many guns, there's so many firing. Yeah, it yeah, needs to are. be its own. And if I, you have like two or three guns in the whole fucking movie, then uh, props then will prop just master. handle it. Right. Gotcha. Okay. And I, it, it, the prop master, but he has to still have that permit. He still okay. has to have that, which I have. Um, so with the big ones, I've never armored a movie because I don't that sounds so yeah, badass I'm not that I armored a movie yeah, I, I'm not that comfortable but like Joey the guy that we've had on has hired me as his assistant to like load so I've sure. loaded like cans of Tommy guns to like unload on fucking people which nice. has been awesome and stuff like that but I know the right precautions because like stuff on the crow the crow was like a thing they put in they put in the dummy rounds right and the dummy round wasn't done correctly and no like they popped out the dummy round and didn't realize that the slug from the dummy round didn't come out with the dummy round so if yeah. you're not dumb enough like if you're not smart enough to see like oh i had a dummy round and you take the dummy round it's just a shell right yeah that's oh why, well i don't know that's why you <laughs> always use a snake light down the barrel in order to see exactly. if there's anything trapped exactly so so that's that's one thing no matter what handing a gun to the thing before i even hand it to them i already am shooting a light down the barrel and looking it down and looking down the barrel myself to make sure that's not there when you hand it to them you shine it down and you make sure you show the ad you show the the uh the key grip did they have those precautions before or were those they kind of did they've gotten they a lot them. they they gotten a lot deeper then so they people put the dummy around 
Well, what happened was the dummy round was in. He popped the dummy round, put a blank but he in. But if you have those safety precautions, like you're saying, where you shine the light down and you have to show someone else as like a verification thing, right? then someone else would have seen that. So they Somebody either rushed or that. they didn't yeah. have those precautions what they, But then. you know what? They could have shined a light down the barrel before they put in the dummy round. So they put in the dummy round, shine the light down. Oh, it's good. They put in the dummy round. It's good. Click it. Nothing's okay. Pop the dummy around. Put in a blank. And then didn't re-show. Didn't re-show. Gotcha. And then someone got scared. And they're like, oh, I need to do my job quick. I messed something up. Exactly. They, That's exactly they what got it was. Nervous and then still loaded yes. on top of it. And, and actually, the prop someone. master from that movie is still. He's a high up. Like he's a fucking boss. Like big prop master still wow. today. Um, was so the prop was like, master in charge, or did they have an armor for that? They, I, I think that's such a low budget movie that it was wow. a problem. Well, I mean, that would be the on set. That wouldn't even be the prop master. Um, the prop master was old. Is that low budget of a movie still? Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, so it was just like the slug just got lodged in the barrel. And then you, with the slug's in the barrel and you put a blank in, that's a bullet right, right. there. Uh -huh. yeah. It's just yeah. boom. Because so, that's all a blank power. is, is right. a bullet without a slug. Right. right. So they just added a fucking slug on top of a blank. Yeah. So. I am not at all worried. Just be, and it also the 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 blank the like the dummy rounds are made very very proficiently um, nowadays. Sure. Um, As opposed to what in the nine two thousand when that came out. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, like I think it was also like this the the. the they were all made by a certain person then. Gotcha. Like, like now, like it's it's a lot different now. So. Right. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's where you're at now anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So living in the social media world, which I didn't think would ever happen. And, you know, like you said, with product placement, it's, it's seeing all of the advertisers finally accepting um, that instead of having it's w way smarter for advertisers to, you know, put money in behind a brand deal with a creator or somebody and be like, have them recommend a product to an audience that trusts them as opposed right. to having someone who's passively watching a show and then have a commercial which they're going to ignore and they're going to go pee and they're not going to pay attention yeah. but you just spent like what a million commercials dollars piss yeah. You off. yeah commercials are terrible. unless it's the super bowl that's the only time i'm ever like commercials nice. for sure yeah but then there's like a level of like entertainment behind that and then some yeah. creators have gone as far as like like some of the the comedy people will like make skits about the product that they're right. recommending yeah. so then there's a whole that's other the best level that's the right. best way to do it because it's, it's like make it at least entertaining and you can try right. to like do the thing like. for sure and then advertisers see that and that's why i think in the movie that you're in now that you're starting to see more product placement with that because advertisers have gotten so comfortable with content creators that they're like the 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 ROI that I get on having views like a thousand views on or a million views on a content creator recommending my product as opposed to a million views on a commercial it's like the ROI is just night and day I would assume yeah, it's like that's right. why you're seeing all of the money start to like initially right. there was the the hesitation of people being like oh, I don't want to advertise on this this doesn't make any sense why are you advertising on Instagram and then once you see like it's all you know markets are efficient and once they started to see the return just follow the money and see where it goes because there's more money going there you can tell that it's efficient and it works really well right Yo, are you available? We're trying to get a beer sponsor here, dude. Hey, let's do <laughs> no, it. No, say if you want no yeah. cash involved. Yeah, you, you send you me know, a twenty-four yeah, pack, I'll talk about you it. Know yeah. you, right, dude, you know you're how you're gonna be do a that? good social media director. Like, for sure. Fuck, how much do you charge to to push a podcast? Yeah, right? Well, so <laughs> the homie discount. Here, here, homie the discount. homie discount. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the homie discount for free right now. So there's <laughs> there are content creators who have gotten brand deals, who are long running brand deals, and the way that they got those deals is because they implemented the product in their show before they ever got the deal. So there's a TikTok 
TikToker who I'm drinking a Budweiser right now. Exactly. So if you guys talk and you're like, hey, it's Budweiser time, we're drinking buds, and you guys talk about Budweiser and you like if that becomes like part of who you are, then they'll sponsor you and they'll be like, hey, here's a lifetime of Budweiser because they know that you guys like it and people listen to your show and are on board with it. And it's like that's okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, they do. Ah, They actually know that our listens are starting to go up like rapid fire now. Welcome new listeners. Yeah, welcome new listeners. If this is your first time listening, like if this is your first time listening, we're drinking Budweiser beer. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Hey, you know what? These guys work super hard. Go share this podcast with some of your friends. It would do. It would would be a solid for these guys. Yeah. Um, We are not to mention New Hampshire, dude. They Budweiser is fucking brewed or something. But yeah, they they have the Clydesdales up in New Hampshire, which which is on these cans right now. Yeah. But yeah, that the. now that we're starting to get more active and like we're all back in the home base um, right. now our listeners are starting to pick back up again because i mean mm-hmm. that goes a long way you see when we start to get lazy you see them drop off and that's sure. the thing about it so now that we're starting to get back they can hear it, it they yep. can hear it the our content's getting better everything's getting better so uh we are starting to see the numbers i think go the up trick again. is that's just it it's like i just a, need to start getting drunk before the podcast well so so here i start loosening up about halfway through like i'm starting to get a little loose i'm a lightweight i've had three beers yeah. I need to do this before the podcast. Yeah, but you the thing have a beer is, Mikey, beforehand. Mikey likes to do it at fucking three o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, bro, I'm a night man. Okay. It's also Sunday. I like to. I mean, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Because that, I mean, Thursday night, <laughs> Tuesday. When is this podcast going to air? Wednesday. <laughs> it is live on Wednesday. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> well, Mikey drops them at like fucking midnight on Tuesday now. Yeah, Tuesday night. I'm Why live. midnight? You don't even play. Uh, I guess if it's not it's YouTube Wednesday. or anything, you don't have it. Yeah, we just drop it at midnight yeah. usually, but I guess it's counterintuitive for the East Coast, which is half our listeners. But right, regardless, I guess. I mean, you drop it at midnight, and you know people wake up and they can listen to it on their way. Let's to get work. to some content that the podcast is actually about. Let's talk sure. about some TV and movie news, okay? Woo! Woo. All right. Um, Should we talk about our favorite shows that we're watching right now? Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, let's let's start with that question. That what, what are your I just three? You to it? What are oh, your yeah. three favorite? Uh, movies that you will watch at least once a year until the day you die i like the hold on, hold on before we go to i like the three movies that are the only movies you can watch until the day you die so before i came on this i was like i binged a couple episodes to get prepared for what oh, okay we're talk okay about. <laughs> and i remember this question i uh, I you thought, thought about, about it. it so much. Also, I'd like to mention that I feel like you guys talk about drugs more than you talk about like movies and stuff. Well, that's no, when not like, on the last one. Well, that's <laughs> when maybe Bill, I fit in. That's when <laughs> Bill's here because Bill just got into drugs. Yeah, Bill's just so he's like that him. new guy ah. who's like, let me tell you everything about drugs. And it's yeah. like everybody knows that. Yeah, dude, we hit we hit that wall twelve to... years ago, man. <laughs> I wanted to sit here and talk to him about DMT as someone who's experienced it, but he's not here, so I'm a little sad. About oh that. yeah, but we're actually in talks about getting uh getting DMT vape pens. You guys want to get a DMT sponsorship? Is that what we're saying? Fuck yeah. (laughs) So the three movies that I would watch, and they would be the only movies that I would ever watch. Yeah. So one Mm -hmm. is Into the Wild. Because that okay. was, was my favorite movie when I was little. It's a little long. depressing, sure, but it's sure. good. No, it's <laughs> basically Mikey when he had COVID. Sure. I love a beautifully melancholic yeah. movie, though. Like, that has mm-hmm. a good meaning behind it, and it's not just, like, a feel-good movie. Right. I love a good feel-good movie. And that movie, whole Vince also, Vaughn bit is great. Sure. And any time I watch that, it's like I'm motivated to go run out into the woods. And sure. I love the woods, so yeah, I yeah. watch that, and it reminds myself, like, no matter where I am in life, you watch that movie, and you're like, I remember where I'm happy. I'm happy outside nature, so I'm going to go run yeah. away and go backpacking. I and would, you just start burning money, and then you're like, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. I, I I did have thoughts like that when I had COVID and was staying in the woods. I was like, For sure. fuck, see, if I do fall asleep right now and I die, that's ex- <laughs> it's going to be the exact same. Just I'm not in a last This van's going to turn into a yellow bus. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Except you can see it from the dirt road, so it's a little different. <laughs> 
Number two yeah. would be Big Hero 6. Because I love that I haven't book. seen it. I think that's my favorite animated movie. I think it's my favorite Disney movie Mine of all too. time. So I'm going to have kids someday, and I would like to watch movies with my kids at some point in time. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. I can only for. watch three movies. One of them is going to be a movie that I can watch with that's the kids. That's a good thought. Well, I'm pumped for <laughs> everything. I'm pumped for, like, not so much to have a kid, but for him to be, like, eight, nine, ten years old, and I can show him, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps. Nice. And I can buy him, like, the whole Goosebumps collection and just be like, here, mm-hmm. take it. And he can just be me, but younger. But he's not allowed to watch <laughs> anything new. I'm like, for no. Sure. <laughs> and then also, for number three, to even it all out, yeah. at some points mm-hmm. in time, you want to just watch people get shot and destroyed, but feel okay with the people who are being destroyed. And so I would choose Inglorious Bastards and just watch Holy a bunch of shit. Nazis get killed okay. to even it that all out. That has a little bit of com- comic relief, yes, too, which exactly. is great. And so uh, it evens out the other two. I can watch something with my kids. I can recenter myself no matter where I'm at in life with Into the Wild. And then when it's like, hey, I'm drinking some beer and want to watch some Nazis get killed, I would watch Inglorious Bastards. All three are pretty heavy on the heartstrings. Of, yeah. uh, sort of I am a sentimental person. Say, yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> bits that I always think of is when he's coming down the the bear Jew from Boston, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Did you Fucking know? hitting that bat against the brick wall. Did you know that role was written for Adam Sandler? Really? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen what? the deep fakes where they put his face in it? No. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino specifically wrote that role for Adam Sandler, and then Adam Sandler read it and said he didn't want to do yep. it or some shit what? like that. That would have been so because Adam Sandler obviously Jewish. I, Everybody knows yeah, that. I Hanukkah definitely songs. would have loved to see Adam sure. Sandler because when he's Quentin Tarantino, can you more. imagine that combo and oh. would have come out of the back end of that? When he just whaps the dude in the head with the bat, like a different type of whap than <laughs> I was going to say, bringing did. it back to whap. <laughs> uh, he'd go, you know, Teddy fucking Williams, <laughs> who is you know Boston, and he starts talking about Fenway Park. It's that makes sense. <laughs> what was the movie he did this year where he was? Oh, uh, Hobie Halloween. No, no, no. The, Hobie, the other one, the good Halloween. one. Uncut Gems. Uncut oh, Gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah, the serious that was this year, right? Yeah. That was last year. So, that was amazing. Okay. But it's like that performance. He's clearly a talented actor. Yeah. And I read something at one point in time where he said that he treats all of the movies that he makes now as vacations that he takes with his friends. And that's oh, why they yeah. have the same things. And you see yeah. them in, ha- in Hawaii and all this kind of I stuff. I know the prop yeah. master that does all of all his movies. I might have actually heard that from you. I don't yeah, know, he's a, <laughs> it is. Uh, I know the prop master does all of his movies. Well, how about you, uh, how about you get him in here for... He lives in Castaic, so yeah. it probably would be pretty easy to get Bringing him. in our next special guest. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll write him down. Yeah, Connor, list. you can get the fuck out of here. He's yeah. about to I will see you guys later. Texting him right I was just now. here to what warm up fuck? the chair for him, for someone who actually works in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was originally pissed, and then I realized there were hinge messages, and I was like, I'm not as pissed. <laughs> um, What's going on with your hinge game right now? Oh, dude, it's popping off. Is it weird? Because hinge is people that are friends with people that are your yeah. friends, right? But I don't recognize anybody. But the thing is, the chicks are so fucking horned up right now that they'll put up with my weird ass antics. Do you wear a mask when you see these girls? Yes. Yeah. So I also chill in the bushes, and I just I like to wait for their reactions to see like, oh, he's not going to show up. Right. And I just chill there with the mask. With your encounter you were talking about last week, Mm -hmm. were you wearing a mask? Uh, no. Did you have protection? No, that wasn't a hinge girl. That's a girl I met off of a website that is very BDSM only hell yeah <laughs> who's uh a young a very young girl and but gives a blowjob all right in today's age, age i feel like you need to clarify when you say a really young girl please clarify that she's oh damn yeah. yeah 19 years old 19 years old <laughs> 
I feel like that's a Which dangerous I did not thing know. to say now. Uh, the website I'm referring to does not tell you the age. I did not realize until that's I was dangerous already... game right there. Too. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was on PizzaGate.com and this young girl yeah. showed up. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Kitten Brat on FetLife. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Okay, let's sucks let's a dick yeah, like guys, oh I don't know how to God. stop doing sucks this. Sucks a dick like her life depends on it. Shut Let the me fuck tell up. you. Dude, I don't know how to transition from this to a Nickelodeon type show. No, no. So we we had to be talking about it. We were going to talk about it. I have the transition. Okay. Wait, before we speaking of very young girls on Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we transition, let's oh, give some see advice. All in hell. Let's give some blowjob advice. We to don't women. have time, Freddie. What kind of sponsors are you guys looking? I for. know. <laughs> beer sponsors, because yeah. this is the type of conversation when you have a couple beers in you. Oh, man. No. Let's talk about Nickelodeon. Have you guys seen The Orange Years? Uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. It's a no. new documentary that just came out on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's called The Orange Years. Um, and it's, it's literally a documentary. It's literally a documentary that's about... Like the upbringing 90s of Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah, 90s Nickelodeon. Just with the start of Nickelodeon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it goes through like all this, which is, I mean, Back perfect. Its, I mean, I was our gonna time. say golden years, but I guess orange all of years. our time. Like, yeah, as I was saying, they saying like, like they started like Rugrats and Doug. Slime and Time Live. Slime salute time your time. shorts. Uh, oh, salute your that. shorts. Yeah, yeah, salute your shorts. Oh was the shit. man, dude, it got me. Camp on a wanna. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. It got me. Clarissa going. explains it all. Yeah, Clarissa explains. That's all of them. Like, it, dude, it basically goes up all the way trick. to SpongeBob, pretty much. Nice. Yeah. Um, but. I, it got me like going through a loophole because I started researching. Do like, you have it? Oh, guts. who are the easiest do, do, people do. to like get on a podcast that everybody knows? Like people kind of sure. these people. Lori, Lori, Lori Beth Dimberg. <laughs> I'm gonna start being goth and have, change my name to Lori Death Ginsburg. <laughs> Damn. Wait. Wow. That's too not even soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's Jesus. my new Instagram name. Lori <laughs> <Lord> Death Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I don't know if it's too soon. <laughs> These comments have been brought to you by Budweiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the best part about it is like I started like looking at a lot of Budweiser, we like, will clean it up for you. Like these classic like like people that were on these shows, like Instagrams and shit like that, they're like Pretty accessible. You sound like, like an I, old I, man. I, I, I could send him a message. I, mean, I think I can get some like old like Nickelodeon stars like from the classic days onto the podcast. Oh yeah. So I think I'm gonna start going down that wormhole and trying to hit them up because that, I mean definitely anybody from know. Salute Your Shorts. Anybody yeah, from Salute dude. Your Shorts. Man, um, fucking Budnick. <laughs> uh, Danny yes. Tamborelli might yes. be hard to get because they do a podcast, so they're still kind of yeah, relevant. They, they're, they might be hard to get. They're on the Salute Your Shorts. Ain't doing shit. Yeah. What about people from like Disney Channel original movies? I feel like you get some of those people too. Well, dude, maybe. I've tried. I don't know. They, I've tried. Uh, what's his name? Like, the, what is the leprechaun the, from uh, the leprechaun basketball movie? <laughs> 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 no, that's a, I think that's, we had a list. Uh, of Luck I mean, of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. That is what it was. <laughs> he was yeah. in Psych and shit like that. He's still acting, and he was also in Supernatural. But um, he's listening and hates the fact that people refer to him as that. It's like, come on, man! I did so many other things. But the that. dude from Even Stevens and um, but Shia LaBeouf, Beans? no, pretty sure he's pretty busy right no, now. No, and and <laughs> the invisible and the invisible friend from uh, Don't Look Under Your Bed. I actually hit him up. I was like, bro, I'm a huge fan. First off, first off, huge fan. Mad respect. 
<laughs> but can you be on this podcast? Because I know you ain't doing shit. And never said anything. Well, we like, had. I wouldn't respond to that either. We, we had. We had. Okay. Okay. We had squints from Sandlot say that he was going to be on. No and, shit. Yeah. And it was like he was with it for a little bit, but then he ghosted on me and stopped uh, replying to my emails and shit like that. It's like sounds like of, my dating you know life what? before but, I met Tina. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but but his uh, who's Tina? You don't know it's, Tina? It's his yeah. longtime girlfriend. It sounds like a bit. Tina sounds like a bit. Like, oh, my girlfriend Tina. Like, Tina don't exist. No one, no one's ever seen her before. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's there. Is she, <laughs> is she a model in Canada? Bro? I know she's there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw those. See, Squints was he wanted to be on the podcast, but then I saw he started his own podcast, and that's when he stopped, started ghosting me, and I was like, oh, so you gave him the I idea for the, the podcast, idea, you motherfucker. So, so the reason I have a hard out at five four thirty is because I have to go to. Squint's podcast. Just, oh, just yeah, yeah. Yeah, he edits Squint's podcast. I'm going to talk to him about how I no longer work in the industry as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to check out the the Orange Years, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's, it is really, really good, and it definitely gets oh, you down. Oh, that just came line. out. It just, just came out. Ah. And I will say the uh, the the biggest uh, doubt, the Nickelodeon started going to shit at the exact same time where they gave up their spot at... Uh, in Orlando, and the at the, almost around the exact same time, the CEO and the creator of Nickelodeon quit and moved to Disney. Mm. And it's been pretty much crap. Which is around the since. time Disney Channel movies started to pop off. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Early 2000 Disney Channel movies were the shit. Um, we talked about the Animaniacs reboot, right? Have we talked about that? No, but that's been, that's been in the news. That's yeah. been... Right? Isn't that already on TV? Yeah, it says the reboot's going to upset some fo- folks. Some folk. Uh, some folk. <laughs> yeah, 13-episode season. Um, it's going to be able to binge on Hulu. It's going to be on Hulu. So, you know, there you go. I don't know why it's going to upset some folks. <laughs> <laughs> they say some pretty uh, conservative shit. Some pretty <laughs> yeah, right-wing yeah. fucking... Alex Jones type shit. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have that to look forward to. Um, that I saw this story that Deadpool three is likely to be rated R. Raw men. Are Dead, uh, aren't all Deadpool movies rated R? Yeah. Yeah, but because of Disney. But oh, because is it going to be a Disney Plus uh, original? Well, it's going to be owned by Disney. Well, it's going to be owned. Didn't they? Didn't they own the second one though? Wasn't that a big thing when, when the second one came out? Because it was Fox before, shot right? It. Then they bought. They had yeah. yeah they had. Sh- it was already shot, and then Disney had bought yeah. Marvel or whatever. Yeah. Is that what? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was or looking Fox. to purchase. Yeah, from Fox. So I was right. Yeah, it was it was a Fox thing, and then yeah, Disney was looking to purchase from 20th Century Fox. So it's gonna still be rated R. You have to. You can't have a non-rated R because no. they're. Yeah, and they have already because the Logan series, they're going to come out with another Logan movie pretty soon. That was too. the last Logan. He with, died. With who? Who's going to be the actor? Who's going to be it's Wolverine? It's going to be Logan. <laughs> but wait, 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 who's going to be Wolverine? Who's the girl? Yeah. The girl is going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's mostly uh, about the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the girl. She's having her own I pretty get much. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she wasn't Logan, though, right? Well, no, she's. No, uh, Logan's Wolverine. Well, okay. So it's. it's, it's a spinoff off of Logan about the girl. That's what I, I understand. And this is, I think this is all hearsay within the industry. So I don't sure. think there's any like official word or story about this, 
but it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the works. Once pe- once we hear about it, it's going to happen. Right. So things yeah. that I've heard about through no, people watched... that have signed NDAs. Yes. Uh, but I didn't sign shit, so I'm going to just say it. Yeah, right. that, that movie's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Disney's yeah. eyes lit up when they were like, oh, shit, a girl playing a Logan? Fuck yeah. We gonna, yeah, we're going to make that all day. I mean, she was a great She was great in the Logan movie, though, yeah. too. So, What is the best secret name for a movie you've ever heard? Secret Can, name? You know how they used they, Huckleberry uh, was uh for Mandalorian, I remember. Mm, so it's just oh I'll you're be going Huckleberry. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to work on Huckleberry. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Cause that I know that was Mandalorian for a while, but I I heard I, I know somebody who just worked on Mandalorian, he just came and worked with us, and he was telling me that it changed and I forget what it is now. I probably shouldn't say it if it is because it's their new Probably, yeah. <laughs> if, if it's being shot, they we probably come, shouldn't they say come it. after you. You can whisper <laughs> it in my ear. It's like it's it. like telling someone you're working on an Apple commercial. They'll hear you and they will come for you. Yeah. It's like Apple commercials are the most terrifying things to work on where they put like stickers on your cameras and they're like, Hey, yeah. if you tell anyone, you will literally never make a penny for the rest of your life because <laughs> we will sue you and you will just pay us residuals of everything you ever make yeah, yeah. um I, I have one uh I, I steve jobs more like no more jobs how about that <laughs> <laughs> do you know he's buried in an unmarked grave that's because he's not dead whoa we won't get into that he's hanging out with tupac he's hanging out with fucking epstein bro wow um, an accusation coming from the man who's having little girls come over. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple more. Listen, but she's 19. That's I'll, legal. I want to get into the next segment. She's legal. So I'm going to finish us with it's the 25th uh, year anniversary for the first Toy Story. Oh. 25-year anniversary. 25-year anniversary. Do you guys ever Ooh. see the YouTube edit of the guy who – so the Toy Story 3 or 4. I don't remember. Which, how many have they made now? They've made four. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so number three, where they're all going down into like the melting pot. Spoiler alert, but yes. (laughs) Yes. If you haven't seen Toy Story 3 by now and you're planning on watching it, this is a spoiler. (laughs) Uh, But there's like the part where they're all going down into like the melting place and they're holding on and they close their eyes. Some kid edited it so that was the end and then credits roll after that to sad music and played it in front of his mom and his parents oh my god and his mom freaks out it was it's happened like years ago when this mm-hmm. movie first came out she's like no no way that's not how it ends and she fre- it's it's amazing it's like whoever thought this kid who thought about doing this it's just genius it's very well done yeah it's amazing yes. <laughs> so they're doing another one they're good, definitely going to do another one. They keep doing another one. Okay. What I'm saying. I, I don't know. I don't have that official story yet or anything. But I'm just saying it's a 25th anniversary. Like he's working on. Yeah. What do you? Okay. What do you want to do first? Do you want to do top ten or do you want to do table read? Uh, let's do table read. Okay. We're gonna do table read. Um, you need to send me the script. Though. I'm gonna put it up on the big screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, we're gonna play a couple different characters. This is a new segment that we brought on last episode, and we're gonna try to keep it pushed. Where we try to. Uh, this is gonna be a big, I think, fan interaction one. I want people to send in their favorite scenes from movies. Yeah. So if you guys have like a a big scene from a movie that you love. Um, and you adore, and you want to hear us do it as the characters in our own like we're making our own characters of them. We're not going by the, the act, we're going by the script, but yeah, we're, we're doing not our doing own impressions. Thing. We're not going to do impressions. Well, we are, but we're, our own. We're putting our yeah. own spin on. We're putting our own spin on it. Go ahead and send Nick's him sitting in. Sitting down at the table as if he's getting uh, a mic. Yeah. No. 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 You, you you're in the narrator anyway. So uh, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, is this yeah. a three-person scene? Uh, yeah. 
Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to do some reading for King of the Hill over yeah, here. So, I sell propane and propane accessories. See, you, you can do it as Hank Hill if you want. So we're doing, clearly not Hank we're Hill. doing the 1991 <laughs> classic Point Break. And, yes. uh, I haven't seen it. And I, I, I honestly, I will Perfect. say, I will, yeah, that's good. I will say the original scene I wanted to do was the scene when they were outside of like the car crime scene where, yeah, uh, the, like, uh, like the fourth scene in the movie. Or something. Yeah, where the big one, uh, I think it's like one of the biggest like quotes of the movie that I can't think of right now. But it's with Gary. Oh wait, who is the lighter? We can't do this without. without uh, <laughs> yeah. by, behind you there. Okay, so this yeah. we have to, we have two candles to light. This is the first dual oh candle. Oh my one. god! First yeah. dual candle. Are you gonna candle. tell people what these candles are? Yeah, these they are magnificent. Know. So uh, we have Keanu Reeves because it's Point Break. We've never had a dual candle thing. Oh, Saint so, Keanu. And we have Saint Gary Busey. Oh, so Gary. we're lighting them both right Did now. Did you guys see the show I'm with Busey back in the day? Sorry. No. <laughs> oh my god. Can I go off on a tangent for three seconds? For a second, yeah. I imagine so, that involved so, a lot of asylum. So it was, I think it only footage. did one season, but there was a show called I'm with Busey that happened in like early 2000s. And there was a guy who wanted to be an intern for Gary Busey. And they went off on crazy adventures. And Gary Busey at one point in time tried to like cryogenically freeze this kid and like put him on railroad tracks and all sorts of crazy stuff. But yeah. it was like magnificent. No, that's, that's on, that's, you know, just, that's what Busey do. Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. So we're gonna have. We need someone to play harp. Um, someone to play Papas. Papas is uh, Gary Busey's character. I think you call okay, Papas. Play, I'll play Papas. Um, I will go ahead and play Utah, which is Keanu Reeves. And I think, I think that harp, leaves you with harp. Yeah, I think that leaves you with harp. As long as I don't have to read very much, I read like a five-year-old. So. I do too. I do cool. too. It's, it, it's not that long of a scene. It's a it's a three-pager, but there's a lot of emotion in it. Scroll okay? down. I think I saw a paragraph for Harp down there. <laughs> yeah, you Woo! got. <laughs> That's a big Woo! one right there. I saw some seven-letter words Four in that one. Sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Glad then, I brought my reading glasses. And, and, uh, I'm on my fourth beer, so this should be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And Nick, you will do the narration, the narration we'll do setup, and yeah. and we have we have. Oh, I think it's I think it's only one line for Munez. So you will do Munez, who is the cop that's arresting Utah oh, at the okay, moment. Okay. So uh, for just to give a little bit of a backstory before we get into this, this uh. scene takes place after uh, Utah was undercover. He was undercover with the with the surfer dudes in Point Break, and yep. he was with the bank robbery that went wrong. And a couple people died, and now they're arresting the undercover cop. Oh yes, Utah. yes. This is the scene where he. Um he was forced to do the bank robbery. He was forced robbery. to do the bank robbery. Do we need any backstory as our so characters? They already, they already sure. knew. They already know, or the bank robbers already knew he's a cop, and they basically mm. forced him by kidnapping the girl that he likes to do this bank robbery. Yeah. Who so people that? weren't supposed to die. Utah's the undercover guy. Gotcha. He's the guy that's going. He's he's uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay. He's going undercover to, as a surfer to try to like capture these surfer criminals. Is this criminals. you? No, uh, who that's I, me. Who I see, it. I see it. He's Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Pappas. Pappas. Yeah. And Pappas, he's the, he's the, uh, the cop partner to yes. Keanu Reeves. So he's the overseer and he's his buddy and he's trying to, you are like the detective, over, like you're in charge uh -huh. of all of us. Was that Munoz? Um, Munez is just another cop. That so that's oh, gonna that's be you. Me? That's oh. gonna be you with. Uh, so you're gonna. So I'm read like the, the dickhole boss. You're the boss. Like, cool. got it. Mm. Like you're like the dude from Spider-Man that's uh, just super fucking angry okay, at everything. Let's that's leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not spend 20 minutes All on right, this. Okay. Do this. All right. People, people understand. Interior, exterior, first security bank. Later, 
Ten minutes later, the bank crime scene is in full swing. Uh, no, let's uh, interior, exterior. That means it starts interior, and eventually they're kind of walking around, acting out the scene, and they end up exteriors. Uniform I cops. Didn't know that. No. Uniform cops are everywhere, trying to get statements from sobbing witnesses. Harp, Munoz, Munoz, really, Cole, <laughs> and Papas. <laughs> <laughs> represent the FBI con uh, contingent. You tell me a white boy wrote this script. Yeah. <laughs> Cole has one arm strapped to his body in a fairly elaborate sling and moves slowly. I'm going to skip the other two because it's going to take this forever. Huh? Yeah, no, let's, no, no. Uh, go, for it, it's go, for it, go for it. Go for uh, it. I can no, do it. Skip, skip the middle one. Yeah. Like okay, okay. 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 Cole, there. with evident pleasure, the fuck is Cesar? He's kinches. He's oh. fucking hard as kinches shit. Kinches down right now. a pair of handcuffs on Utah's wrists with his, with his good hand. Johnny has a deep cut on his forehead oh, and okay. the blood is trickling into his eyes. Oh. But seems to notice not to hear Munoz speaking. So the camera's coming around on Munez, and this is the whole setup. So he yeah. just set the whole thing up. So we start on Munez arrest or putting cuffs on Utah. Yeah. If you so desire, an attorney will be provided for you <laughs> free of charge. Do you understand this, right? And I have explained to you. So Utah? he's kind of like he's kind of like jokingly giving him the Miranda rights. <laughs> like, sure. Papa like charged charge. through the crowd, pushing Munez aside. He knows his goddamn rights. Jesus, kid. Oh, wait. No, Nick. Hit him Luke's with the... Looks at Utah. Jesus, yeah. kid. <laughs> I know you were getting too close to these guys. Turns to the other agent. Give me the goddamn key to these things, Cole. Christ! <laughs> he gestures to the... On a cross. Cuff. He gestures to the cuff still cutting into Johnny's wrist. Cole hands... Well, Cole hands him the key. Harp storms towards him. Don't take those off. Just leave them on. Your partner's an accessory to murder. You realize that? Uh, Harp spins Johnny by the shoulder to, the, to look at. Paramedics carrying the covered body of Dubrai. I can't barely read. The body off of the body of duty cop. Really regretting that last joint, ain't you? <laughs> uh, thank you. There we go. Yeah. Still on the floor is oh. Gromit, his eyes staring in death. He was right about not making 30. Three men dead. One of them a cop. How's that sit in your gut, Utah? Cold and scary. Take, <laughs> take your hand off my shoulder right now. Heart pulls back instinctively. Utah's eyes burn into him. Looks like Johnny's not in the FBI no more. Look, Hop. Don't turn him over to the uniforms like some punk. Let him ride in. <laughs> Let him ride with me. In. <laughs> I, I made it my own. Yeah. I made it my own. <laughs> we don't need words here. Yeah. We got our own words. Abusey, yeah. I've earned the right to make it my own. Okay? Yeah, sure, why not? You two screw-ups deserve each other. That's why I put you together in the first place. Christ, Papas, you're, you're, you're as bad as he is. Talk about a blind leading the blind. Papa steps close to the supervising agent. Harp, you cocksucker. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was an agent in this bureau when your mommy was still wiping your skinny pink ass. <laughs> you, and you know one thing I learned in all those years that you still have it? 
<laughs> what did you learn about my pink ass? Respect <laughs> you! Let's go, kid. It was shiny pink. Harp struggles to sit up, rubbing his jaw as Papa stuffs Utah into his car. Harp is so shocked he doesn't say a word. Inter and we cut to interior Papa's car. They drive for a couple of blocks in silence, side by side. Utah's disagreeing. Oh, Utah in disgrace. Yeah. Contrite, stony, finally. I know where they're going. Figured you did. Angela flips Johnny the key. Johnny lets himself out of the cuffs. He sits rubbing his wrist. Only problem is we can't arrest them or shoot them. On Papa's. What the fuck? <laughs> expression we. Oh, okay. To I Santa Monica yeah. Airport. Yeah. You just yeah. see what the fuck on my face. Hey, hey. Well done, everybody. Yeah, okay. Woo! <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Papas. Papas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nero. I like, honestly, I. Even if like you have to take your time, I do love your narrations more than yes. anything. Yeah. Can we say that he was responsible and did that whole thing with a mask on? Good yeah, for him. Good yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should get somebody to read the narration who uh, English is the first language. No, fuck no. That's what makes the narrations way better. Agreed. I know. I'm, yeah, with, I'm with Mikey. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen the whole time. But I can't. So that was uh that was an award-winning scene from Point a lot Break. of narration in that one. I did not yeah. expect that. Well, much it's narration. it's an action. Actions are like ninety yeah, percent yeah, narration. Yeah, so true. if you go through that's any true. action movie ever, it's gonna be like like comedy is a lot of uh, dialogue and um, there's a lot of stuff like that. But well, like I, mean, I said, that just makes sense based yeah. on what's happening and what you're saying. But yeah, if you want, go ahead and like uh, send in your favorite scenes and we'll do them. Uh, uh, we'll keep it low. But with that, let's go ahead and end. Yeah, hit that. us up on Instagram. Uh, message yeah. us on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, uh, don't call anywhere. the fucking number. Nobody's ever gonna call the fucking number. You, you call guys the have number. a number? Yeah, it's eight one eight nine two eight five three seven nine. Mikey's like the old dudes on uh, fucking cable TV that still thinks phone numbers are a thing. What do, wait, what are supposed, people supposed to do? Like call in and they leave can a call, message leave and leave message, and we can play it. The yeah. only one who's ever Let's done push it this. is if my, people have made it to this this far in this podcast, they're yeah. gonna call in. So what number do they call? My dad's eight the one, only one who's ever left a message. Eight one eight. No, that's not. <laughs> a couple people have. Uh, if we if we ask the circle, the inner circle or network close enough, they'll call in too. Eight one eight nine two eight five three seven nine. If you made it this far, call in and. Tell us how beautiful we are. Yeah, yeah. or or suggest just a call scene. in, leave a message, uh, describe your tits if you're a woman. Just no, describe. Seriously, them. give us your favorite movie scene. I would love to do it, and we'll do it in our own like wacky way. So let's move on to the top ten. So I have two options for top tens this week. Uh -huh. uh, I was hoping that you guys would. Get it. So I have the since we talked about Nickelodeon, I have the top ten Nickelodeon best TV shows, or I have the best ten. Thanksgiving movies. Which uh, I'll, has do, been I'll do Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving movies because uh, top 10 best uh, um, Nickelodeon show starts number 11 with Are You Afraid, Afraid of the, the Dark? dark? <laughs> so that list is bullshit. <laughs> right off the bat, that list is bullshit. Uh, so let's go Thanksgiving Yeah, I think movies. Thanksgiving is a better one to go with just because it's been a heavy topic on our Instagram this week. And thank you yeah. for everybody that joined in. And yeah, very to... heavy topic. A lot of deaths around Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into the, the top Thanksgiving movies. Um, 
I'm not even going to go with the honorable mentions. We're going to go with top 10 right away. Wait, what? I saw honorable mentions. Uh, fucking The Blind Side was in there. I'm <laughs> the honestly side, sitting yep. here trying to think of a Thanksgiving movie, and I can't think of one. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why we're going with them, dude. Yeah, let's just do top 10. Top 10. Because so, The Blind Side is number 14. Yeah, so, so How is funny people a Thanksgiving movie? It I is. If you, it takes place during Thanksgiving. So I think that's why mm. a lot of the stuff there. So number 10 will come in strong with... The Adams Family Values. What? <laughs> There's one scene during Thanksgiving which makes it a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, uh, I will say this. This is the this is from the Rotten Tomatoes website. So, mm-hmm. so you know it's legit. Yeah. So it, uh, that will give you the percentages with this. Rotten Tomatoes give this one a seventy-seven percent. Yeah, fucking rot tomato. Am I right? Yeah, I don't even mm, think I've ever. I don't even think I've ever seen this movie. So, uh, you might be the only one. <laughs> don't act like nobody's ever seen Adam Family Values. Is this the one where the daughter goes to like a summer camp? Yeah, they both go to the summer mm. camp and they end up fucking up the fucking. Don't uh, remember Thanksgiving, but I remember the summer camp. Yeah. yeah. Well, they put on a performance of the first Thanksgiving. Mm. And it goes oh, perfectly well. Yeah, it All goes right. horribly wrong. I saw that movie, yeah. yeah. All right, number nine is Tadpole. What? 78% of Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody's is ever that a mom that licking a child's face? Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's sucking on her ear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, 2002 wait, was a wait different a year. Let me what read you this. Uh, oh, God. Let me read you this critic, <laughs> uh, critic's <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> Consensus. Uh, presenting a sexual awakening with... Super surprising. surprising candor. Tadpole is spiky. Cu- th- that's a 15-year-old boy with a, <laughs> with a grown-ass woman sucking on his ear. So uh, this uh, this boy has quite the sexual Most awakening. 15-year-old boys are obsessed with the opposite sex. But this may be the only area in which Oscar Grubman. Oh, someone, someone. Oh, well, look at the audience discrepancy <laughs> on that. Audience gives that a 57. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. All, right. Let's, All right. Let's number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Keep going. Pieces of April. Wait, Thanksgiving's not in April. <laughs> what? No, I think her name, her name is, is April. April. Ah, it's misleading. Yeah. Misleading. Yeah. April yeah. Burns is her she name. Yeah. She's a little goth, so I imagine you know some mm. some messed up things happens. And I yeah. feel like her favorite but, holiday is probably Halloween. Oh, not yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, she but she discovers saying, herself yeah. by the end of the movie. Uh, Peter Hot Hedges movie. Uh-huh. Maybe another sexual awakening, much like Tadpole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh God! <laughs> number seven is Avalon. Huh? Okay. Crickets. Number eight. It's got eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! The third director. But it's not even certified Barry fresh. Legacy, autograph, Baltimore trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's number number six, six. I guess. The Ice Storm. Oh my wow. God! Such a great movie. Kevin Klein. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver's in it. Mm. Kevin inclined not to watch this movie. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Eighty-five percent due to Tide Avalon. So I mean, here we go. Here we go. Okay, number five. What's mm. uh? Scent of a scent woman. Scent of a woman. What okay. is happening with this list? A little Pacino. <laughs> at least a movie I've seen. <laughs> Do you like this movie? Tell us a little uh, more about Scent of a Woman. He's blind. And uh, oh. yeah, I, th- I think just blind, and he hires like an assistant. I haven't watched it in a while, but uh, not a Chris, not a Thanksgiving movie. Maybe just one scene taking place during Thanksgiving, which seems to be like the only criteria to make it a Thanksgiving movie. Apparently, <laughs> here, just if you can hear that beer. sound, Budweiser, clearly you need to sponsor Budweiser. this. Budweiser, <laughs> yes. number four, Hannah and her sister. 
on the bus. That just feels like a wrong title <laughs> after everything else that we've gone over. I can't like take it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, oh, a it's a Woody Allen, Allen movie with Mia uh, Farrow. Go figure. Yeah, so you know his shit, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a 91% of Rotten Tomatoes is usually pretty good with their ratings. But uh, click yeah. on it. You, Not, have, you have to balance the tomato thinking, rating with of, the audience rating. You're thinking of old Rotten Tomato before they oh, were bought there you out. Go. Audience rating is yes. 90%. Yeah. So if you get like a con, like with 31,000 votes, people right. ratings, votes, yeah. I don't know. Rotten Tomato, when we were like in high school and shit, they were like straight up savages, but now they're bought out. So you can literally like just pay for good rating. Well, we should know these last. We well, can do that for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Top three. Except Number th- Yelp. They refuse to take down. Mm-hmm. Number three. So the last bastion we have left is Planes, Yelp. Planes, trains, no. and automobiles. This is a Christmas movie, right? No, this no, is no, definitely Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Is it? This should be number one. In my brain. No, it should not be because I know what number one is. No, this should be number, number one. one. We had this argument wait, 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 on Instagram. Wait, are you going to call this beforehand? Yeah, we had this argument on Instagram. Number one is Son-in-Law starring Pauly Shore and that bitch from that other movie. <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. Yeah. Well, it's not because planes, trains, and automobiles should be number one, but it's not. Uh, According to you. Well, According to guess, the people. Let's talk to the people. We'll the watch. people's champs. I'm going to say. Well, let's see. I'm going to say if this people. is number three. I'm very excited for the uh, top 80, two. 87% yeah. on uh, Rotten Tomatoes for the I people. Mean, this I should mean, be number two. I'll put this at number two, but Son-in-Law's definitely Did you see one. that thumbnail, though? Like, once you go into that. And, yeah, and look like how how do you not some BL watch that? Like, some, <laughs> yeah. some boy love, oh, boy love dude. Yeah, God. Well, uh, we'll watch both of them. I'd say for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we'll see. Number two, Krisha. Of course, of course. That what? That raw, bracingly honest, and refreshing, uncon- unconventional. Well, the the audience scores a seventy seven percent. So I wonder if they have like who just the, is that woman? <laughs> <laughs> she looks the like thumbnails she, are part of the best part about the whole. The woman in this, the the old woman in this movie, looks like she shot heroin directly into her face. And for some reason, this is better than paint, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, I don't know why. But number one is son-in-law. I'm about to walk out. Charlie oh! Brown. <laughs> yes! Speaking of walking yes! out, fuck this I list. I'm here for this. <laughs> fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Charlie Brown, I'm here for you. Charlie Brown, you. Thanksgiving has 100%. Dude, okay. 100%. I know yes. we don't have a lot of time, but real quick. I my bu- support this. The guy I'm working with just told me, he's like, I got a Charlie Brown story. I was like, oh? What? Wait, what? Yeah. He, apparently, he met the guy who voiced Charlie Brown for Charlie Brown Thanksgiving like on a train, like heading to like, the Chargers game or something like that. And he was with two hookers at the time. And he's like just chilling. And like, he was like gloating like, yeah, I'm Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. He said How he do you know he was actually Charlie Brown and not just some dude with he looked him up and it was, was, he looked him up wow. and it was like the pictures. He's like, yeah, dude, it was like, he's, he was fucking trashed and like doing stuff. And he's like, okay. he's like, he's like, uh, I'm a real estate agent now. Yo, Here's my Char- card. That Charlie Brown money treat me real nice. <laughs> so nice. he's selling houses. But then he said he went, home and later found out that he got like he got like arrested for like yeah yeah cocaine 
like trying to cross the As border, I think, with, with cocaine. And then when he was in <laughs> Wait, Jan- which direction? I think into the States. And then uh, afterwards, mm-hmm. he tried to hire an assassin from jail to kill the border agent that arrested him. So he couldn't, like, show up to court and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, he had cocaine. These are reasonable. <laughs> these yeah. are things you do. Like, if there's no witnesses, then, you know, yeah. you get a walk. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch any movie, the way to get, get I learned that one crime. from Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. There's no, no witnesses. witnesses. You get a walk. Well, there's a 75% audience score with that. I went the head because I knew Freddie would be pissed, and I brought up on Rotten Tomatoes Son-in-Law. It's got a 21% Rotten Tomatometer. Oh, it's the greatest movie ever With made. a 58% audience score. Not very good. Audience, it's Pauly a fucking Shore. the people's champ, Paulie Shore. Okay. I am so sad that he didn't like just blow up and like become super awesome. I'm so yeah. sad his career went I mean, watching did. watching his, like, uh, rants by Pauly Shore or whatever the fuck it is, the new <laughs> shit he's doing, it's pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he seems super but depressed when he was Pauly just on Shore. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, not to plug another podcast on your podcast. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe, I'm worried about losing people <laughs> to Joe Rogan. Yeah, no, we're, we're <laughs> neck and neck with Joe Rogan. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're also moving to Texas to avoid income yeah, tax. Um, with all that being said, uh, Connor, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having episode. me, guys. Awesome. Uh, where can our people find you if they want to find you? Uh, I'm just typically frolicking around the world. You oh, know, cool. you can find me wearing my skibbies, frolicking down Hollywood Ooh, Boulevard. I like skibbies. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, if you want to support my new YouTube channel, smartmoney.com, SMRT, and it's t- clearly not .com. I don't you know can why find I said that. Connor. Go to YouTube, <laughs> type in SMRT money. Uh, originally started the channel as like, I wonder what it would be like if, if, uh, South Park made a financial, financial YouTube channel, but you can find Connor in that, uh, $5 blowjob area. Yeah. But if you want to New Hampshire, exactly. If you want to find me personally, I'm riding around in that taxi and we're looking for $5 blowies (laughs) (laughs) and all that stuff. Uh, our guests, all that list, you know, uh, the table read segment, it was all brought to you by Official Clothing. Uh, if you if you like mm. clothes, it's rooted in hip hop. Yeah, go to official.com. Um, that's O H F I S H L dot com. And the thing gonna- the thing is with uh, Official Clothing, if you're trying to knock five seconds off your stroke game, uh, such smooth, comfortable clothes that. Uh, you just cut a good little strip off, and you wrap that around your dick, and you use that to jerk it. Like, you'll cut five seconds off easy. Um, it's a... And, like, I'm saying, like, a couple inches. Like, you can cut... Inches. You can probably get at least eight strips out of one T-shirt. So go to officialclothing.com and uh, purchase a, clo- a T-shirt. Uh, looks like we got some on sale for fifteen dollars for fifteen dollars for eight inches. Yeah, and um, I would, you could probably get two uses out of each strip. I would say that. So that's sixteen Jesus strips. Like, Official, don't drop. Yeah, they got the sponsor. Yeah, they, they they got they got they got t-shirts. They got hats. They got jewelry. Go oh, ahead. I actually there. like that one. That one was cool. I like the game over one. Oh, the game so, over one's sick. Yeah, cool. he gave me one of those. Over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Still so, waiting on Fat Man Jump Man. Yeah, he's trying to get him to make a Fat Man Jumpman one for him. Oh, 10% off if you scroll away from the screen real quick. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? We can give more than 10% off. We oh. can 25% off your first purchase. Oh. If you use promo code Hollywood at checkout. Promo code Hollywood. That's right. You know, and uh, Even if you're, this is your eighth time purchasing. Does that work for the Game Over shirt? Hollywood. Yeah. If I want that Game Over shirt, I put in code. Hollywood at checkout. Hollywood at checkout. And yeah, you'll get 25% off your first And that's purchase. just Hollywood. I don't have to type in Hollywood at checkout, right? Just Hollywood. Okay. <laughs>
just making sure. Yeah, so live by your own rules. Check it out. Um, if you liked our show, you you know you should go ahead uh, onto the innercirclepn.com and check out all the other. Yeah, we're brought to you by Inner Circle Podcast Network. And if you like us, you'll probably like all the other shows that are there, which include HT Nos. That's hashtag No Offense Show. They're the guys down in Florida, down in Tampa, Florida. They're keeping it real. Yeah, Florida man's their shit happens when you party naked yeah what? winner of the 2025 uh they just they were like you know fuck it we'll just give them the next five years of uh worst podcast intro of all time yeah they're like, but their content is on fucking there's no can i just say that's a fantastic name for a podcast oh absolutely yeah shit happens when you party naked. yeah and when you abbreviate it's just swiping you want to hear a great podcast title also simmons and more Uh, basically they took their first both of their last names and put them together and made a podcast (laughs) so very original so original those boys over in new jersey they're fucking awesome so check out simmons more podcast if you like uh us um there's a, a littler me that does a podcast in new hampshire called the plunge yeah a littler you yeah it's my brother Oh, that's it. He does a plunge podcast. He's also in the network. And then if you liked the official clothing, go ahead and check out the hood diner podcast. The guys over the hood diner. Yeah. Over in Tucson, Arizona. They're pretty fucking say awesome. Hood gyno? The hood di- the, dude. <laughs> the what hood, did you say? The hood gyno there- podcast. All your vagina needs. <laughs> oh my God. So many good podcasts to listen to. Yeah. If, uh, when you party naked with the hood gyno podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that back at, let's start a new podcast called Back Alley Collaborations Gyno. Unlimited here. Back Alley Gyno Podcast. Uh, coming damn, soon. Right. But yeah, if you go there, you can go ahead and check out all, go to Inner Circle PN, you'll check out all of our uh, exclusive content, which we all do within the circle together. Um, there's stuff like the Slimmer Circle, uh, Comedy Dead ain't anything anymore, but there's the Inner Circle Sp- Sports Podcast. I am in the middle of writing a brand new episode Ooh. of the uh winner circle so we should have a new episode coming out hopefully within the next couple weeks um i'm almost done it i already got the contestants and everything i will be announcing who it is on the next episode and we will have the game what is the winner circle it's a trivia podcast with all of the people from the inner circle um no it's it's where a podcast good not necessarily the inner circle it's just any podcast that wants to go up and do some trivia against not the any podcast because that doesn't exist exist. but so so a podcast goes against a different podcast in a trivia face-off so gynecologist versus naked partiers. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can yes. start a podcast and you can come on and yes. I tell you what, you want to be in the loser circle, don't listen to the latest episode of Winner's Circle. How about that one? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> These beers are starting to take effect, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, and then um, there's also other shows. Budweiser. Creatures of the Night, which is the conspiracy podcast. They just moved off to uh, open their own channel, so make sure you go ahead and check them out. The Plunge also has a whole bunch of side shows going on. Um, yeah, just go to innercirclepn.com, check out all the stuff we have. Uh, we need to update this website. Kaz, mm-hmm. I'm about to call you. We're yeah. going to have a talking to. <laughs> Speaking of Creatures of the Night, uh, some of those $5 blowjob women we witnessed from that taxi cab was a creature of the night. I have a question. Where, did you guys find those $5 blowjobs on Fiverr? Or was that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. And one last thing I just want to mention. Um, for the Plunge Podcast on December 18th, 
um, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and run their 24 hour um, podcast for charity. Um, they're raising money for the Special Olympics, New Hampshire. Fuck yeah, that's right. They all yeah. dude. They, last year they did the same thing. They've already raised more money than they had last year, and they haven't even started the 24 hour podcast yet. So they got sponsorship. They got prizes. They got a whole full blown podcast schedule. We have a whole bunch of the Inner Circle shows doing their shows within those 24 hours live from New Hampshire. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of people flying into New Hampshire just to be there. How do I support that? Uh, you hit Riley up and you tell him you will give him $50 if he sends you a video of him getting punched in the face as hard no. as he can by his you best go over, friend. Go over either, okay, so and here, they will send you that video. That's not how to do it. Uh, <laughs> here we go. On the... I'm gonna we're gonna plaster it all over our Instagram and our Facebook and stuff okay. like that and everything. Um, what you can do to support that is you can go on and watch. I mean, even if you watch like an hour or 15 minutes, uh, mm-hmm. you'll have all the links to donate. You'll you'll know exactly how to donate, and you can they'll have stuff set up through PayPal, Venmo, through um, just everything you can kind of imagine, and they'll tell you where you can Hell donate yeah. and everything like that. But there's like prizes. There's if you donate a certain amount, you'll get T-shirts and stuff like that. So it's gonna be a big help, and it's gonna be uh, get a more. Big Bang for your buck, though. Have so I can be something. charitable and support my gambling addiction at the same exactly. time. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hell yes. Yeah. So with all that, um, yeah, we're you can find us on Facebook at Failing Hollywood. We're on Instagram at Failing Hollywood. Also, just mm-hmm. everywhere we're at Failing Hollywood. Twitter yeah. we're at Folly Ho- Failing Hollywood. Failing yeah. Hollywood. Uh, like review us on whatever the fuck you're listening yeah. on right now. Just uh, interact with us. Share we're, this with your friends. Yeah. If you made it this far, yeah. clearly this is some solid content. Let's right. grow this thing. Share this with your friends. Yeah. Interact yeah. with us on Instagram. We're we're being as active as possible now, so we will talk. Give us all this stuff. This has been another awesome episode of Failing Hollywood. Woo. Until next time. Send me your mom's nudes. <laughs> <laughs>